Hi, everyone. It's Allison Graves, but instead of your normal news update, we're going to play episode 18 of our podcast, which was first released on Wednesday, May 6th. On this episode, Times reporter Tracy McManus describes what she saw Monday at Clearwater Beach, and Dr. Marissa Levine from the University of South Florida shares some tips on how you can stay safe if you decide to venture out to the beach. You can listen to the latest episode by downloading it on your favorite podcast platform or by visiting tampabay.com slash podcast. We hope you enjoy. everyone. My name is Allison Graves and welcome to Coronavirus in Florida, a podcast of the Tampa Bay Times. This episode was released on Wednesday, May 6th. On this show, we'll talk to experts and reporters, share the facts behind the spread of the virus and discuss what could happen next. Today, after being off limits for more than a month, Pinellas County's iconic beaches reopened on Monday. Four beaches in Tampa also reopened on Monday afternoon. While many people were apprehensive about venturing out again, others relished the opportunity to reunite with the sands, all while adhering to social distancing guidelines. Times reporter Tracy McManus has been covering the reopening. Tracy, thanks so much for being here. Sure. Thanks for having me, Allison. So, Tracy, can you describe what you saw on Monday? Sure. I visited Clearwater Beach right around Pier 60, which is a really popular spot on um, one of America's top-rated beaches. And I did see um, large groups of people there. It wasn't a packed beach like we see during the normal um, spring and summer times on Clearwater Beach. And we didn't see the kind of crowds that um, were seen in viral videos that were spread around in March when spring break was here. What I saw was more... um, Definitely groups of people, families, single people, couples lining the beach. But I did see a lot of social distancing and um, beachgoers that were just maintaining their distance from each other. And the sands weren't packed shoulder to shoulder. Um, I also noticed that going over to Clearwater Beach from the mainland downtown, the Memorial Causeway Bridge, which can get really congested, um, was pretty open. Did you see anybody wearing face masks? You know, I I only saw one person wearing a face mask, and I was hanging out at the beach for about an hour and a half um, from about 10.30 to 12, and then I actually went back around 2 o'clock and checked it out again for another hour or so, and I only saw one person wearing face mask. It was a 19-year-old guy, and he had gone to the beach with two friends, and he wanted to get out of the house but he was concerned about getting sick. And so he had a a mask on. But other than that, um, I did not see anyone else with with a mask. And during my reporting, I was wearing one, but um, there definitely were not many people wearing masks. So what was the police presence like on the beach? Yeah, so um, Sheriff Bob Gualtieri explained that there were 300 law enforcement officers um, spread throughout the county, like you said, at beach access points, right on the sand and in parking lots. And their jobs were really to enforce the social distancing requirements and make sure that people were standing six feet apart from strangers, not getting in groups of 10 or more. Um, And it was, it was very controlled and calm. I didn't see any um, 
altercations or real like intense interactions at all with the with the police and the police were driving their SUVs on the sand on Clearwater Beach there was actually a, a lane that was carved out through orange cones that the SUVs stayed on and so people were very well aware of the presence um, it, it seemed just kind of like a controlled presence. Like I said, there wasn't a lot of interaction or altercation. It was just kind of there. So there weren't any big issues, no arrests, anything like that yesterday? No, the sheriff said that they had no arrests and no major altercations. And the sheriff actually complimented the community for adhering to the guidelines, acting responsibly, and really following the game plan that the county has laid out. And the sheriff also said that they really don't want to arrest anyone. They're not out here trying to put people in jail. Um, the sheriff actually said that, you know, people really have to beg their way into a problem. They're, they're using arrest and criminal charges as an absolute last resort. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's not the lane they want to go down. So how did the people you talked to at the beach feel about being back? Yeah, I talked to a lot of different types of people, young people, older people, families, um, single people, and I just got the overwhelming sense that people are really tired of being cooped up. They're tired of the monotony of quarantine, and they feel a little claustrophobic in their homes, and they were looking for an outlet to get outside and do something different. Mm-hmm. And um, everyone I talked to didn't seem concerned either. They didn't feel like they were taking a risk. I, I sense that there's this real feeling out there that people think that they can handle social distancing and that they can go about somewhat of a normal activity in life and be responsible, maintain social distance. Did you happen to like see what, what it was like at like the beach bars and the, the restaurants closer to the beach? Um, were those crowded? Yeah, I walked around um, Beach Walk uh, and looked at some of the restaurants and bars that that line Clearwater Beach, and there were definitely people inside, people eating, drinking, but as you know, the county, um, in allowing these restaurants to reopen, um, outlines that they can only operate with 25% capacity indoors, and when it comes to outdoor seating, visitors have to remain six feet apart. So it wasn't packed to the brim because they weren't allowed to be, but there were definitely people in there. And then my last question is, uh, what's the plan uh, for this weekend when things get a little bit more busy at the beach? Yeah, Sheriff Galtieri definitely acknowledged that he fully expects the beaches to um, get much busier over the weekend, especially because it's Mother's Day weekend and people might be out celebrating, trying to spend time with families. Um, He said that the police presence is going to stay strong throughout the weekend at least, and they're they're not changing. They're not going to be lifting up any of the um, police officers that are stationed throughout the county. Um, They're going to continue to educate people. And I also want to mention that the city of Clearwater has um, city staff, especially from the Parks and Recreation Department, who are stationed throughout the beach areas to just remind people the rules, like explain what six feet distance looks like. So I think the county, um, the city, and the sheriff's office is really just relying on education to be able to get through to people, especially as the crowds are expected to grow through the weekend. It's definitely going to be interesting to see what happens this weekend. Uh, Tracy, thank you so much for all of the hard work you've been doing to report about the reopening, and uh, we appreciate your time today. Thanks, Allison. If you do decide to go to the beach, you may be wondering how you can keep you and your family protected. 
We caught up with Dr. Marissa Levine, a professor of public health and family medicine at the University of South Florida, to give her take on how to stay safe at the beach. All right, so thanks so much for coming back on the pod again, Dr. Levine. We appreciate your time. My pleasure. It's great to be here. So I think the question on everyone's mind right now is, is it safe to go to the beach? I think in a general sense, yes, with a few caveats. If you remember the governor's order, there was still the concern for people who are in a high-risk situation as it relates to COVID. I'm talking about people who have a higher likelihood of catching severe disease or potentially even dying. So folks who are older, folks with uh, underlying health issues, we've heard about heart disease, lung disease, um, immune systems that aren't working. Those are, those are folks, people with diabetes, I should add, and high blood pressure. Those are folks who still want to be extremely cautious about going out in any setting where you can't control who you're going to be around. So I'd say for the general public, being outside is really good. It's good for our mental health. It's good for our physical health. And I worry quite a bit about COVID and its impact on our overall well-being. So getting out and about is good. The, The problem is this. Nothing has changed with respect to the virus. We do not have a treatment yet. I know there's a lot of work going on, Mm -hmm. and we do not have a vaccine. So the only tools we have to prevent ourselves from catching this and potentially getting sick are the physical distancing and our hygienic practices. And I'll add to that now as part of the distancing, wearing a face covering if you can't maintain your distance to other people. So if you go out and you remember those things, uh, being outside is a great thing. So if you're going to the beach, you would recommend wearing a face mask? I think the, I think I'd have a face mask with me um, because you can't control what other people are doing. Mm-hmm. And if you find yourself in a place where people start to congregate, I'd put your face mask on, certainly ask them to separate themselves. But remember, when you're out and about, you may have less control of your environment, uh, specifically if you set yourself down somewhere on a beach. You might have to get up and move if if, um, people are congregating around you. I don't think that you necessarily have to wear a mask just being on the beach if you can maintain your physical separation because being outside makes the concentration of virus around you much smaller. It gets uh, diluted, so to speak, by the air as opposed to being inside where it can concentrate. But if you're going out and you're generally at higher risk, then you might even consider wearing a mask just as extra precaution. What about swimming in the in the water? Is there any, you know, potential risk to swimming in the ocean or swimming in the bay? I think that's a really good question. And uh, and it reminds me to mention that we're still learning about COVID. Um, Every day we seem to find something new about it. So I will tell you as of today is, We don't have any indication that um, exposure to water or food is a risk in and of itself. Uh, I think generally when you're out in uh, waters, in open waters, be it a lake or in the ocean, uh, we always caution you not to ingest or inhale um, water because you don't know what's in the water in general. There are other pathogens and even though COVID isn't one of those that 
tends to bother us if we ingest it, if we eat it, so to speak, or swallow it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's really a respiratory pathogen, we call it. And it's, it's got to get into our respiratory system to affect us. But there are other pathogens in water that can affect us if we swallow the water. So I think all the same precautions hold for when you're out and about. But in terms of COVID at this point, we don't have any indication that swimming or eating um, in places where COVID might be around is a problem. Is there anything else that you would tell people besides practicing good hygiene and social distancing to think about as the state reopens? The critical issue at this time is not to think of reopening as everything is okay and let's go back to the way it was. I think as long as people come onto the beaches with the mindset that anybody out there, including myself, might be carrying the virus and I care enough about everybody else that I will do my part to protect the people around me and any people that I might come into contact with. And I'll do my best to maintain my social distance. I'll cover my face when I uh, believe I might be near people. And I won't put myself in a situation, if at all possible, where I, I can't control those things. Well, Dr. Levine, that is super helpful information. And um, as always, we thank you so much for taking the time to come on the podcast today. Oh, my pleasure. And thank you so much for, again, for getting good information out to people. Okay, everyone, that does it for today's episode. As always, for the latest information on coronavirus in Florida, you can visit tampabay.com slash coronavirus. Also, if you like the show, please subscribe, rate, and review us on your favorite podcast platform. This has been Coronavirus in Florida. Thanks for listening.